the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. Now, here's Sue Freeze. Thank you so much for joining the Sue Freeze Show today, and it's such a blessing to be with you. You know, it's February, and February is the love month, and so why not? Let's talk about love, shall we? And I, I could have gone so many different directions on on what to talk about as far as love. So I'm just going to do what I normally do, and that's just share from my heart and uh, let the Lord lead and see what happens, okay? So we'll start with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I lift up this time, and I just ask that you guide my words, my thoughts. Give me discernment in the delivery of the words. Let the words be your words, not my words. And Lord, I just pray for everyone listening and just for everyone to feel your love and your grace because there's nothing bigger and greater than that. So thank you, Lord, for everything you've done for us. And thank you for uh, what's going to happen next. This is going to be a wonderful year. And we just thank you and praise you in your holy name. Amen. All right. So we're going to talk about love. What is love? If you think about love, what is love to you? What does it look like? My daughter, she just got married. She's 33, and she just got married. And she waited until marriage. And in doing that, the whole focus was on relationship. It was on the relationship with the Lord first, and then the relationship with each other. And they didn't have other things come into the mix. They wanted to keep it pure until marriage. And I just spent this last weekend with them, and it was the first time they'd been back to my house uh, as a married couple. And it used to be that they would come for three, almost four years to visit me, and they would sleep in separate rooms, of course. And this time, it's like, okay, what room do we want to sleep in? And they could sleep together. And it was just a different, totally different feel for me. Uh, to experience that, and it was fun to watch them. Anyway, so love. I can remember my daughter a long time ago saying, Mom, how do you know when you're really in love? How do you know? And isn't that a really amazing question, is how do you know when you're really in love? How would you answer someone you love if they asked you that question? How would you answer that? And the best example of love that I can come up with is the sacrificial love of God and how he gave his only son for us. And to me, as a parent, that is the ultimate of sacrifice. When I was in the middle of Bible studies and I was um, heading up a Bible study, this was a long, long time ago. It was married couples. 
And I was asked to lead. Usually um, it wasn't me. But in this case, it was me. And, and we were talking about marriage and relationships. And I was thinking to myself, you know, what does love look like? What is an example of love? We can talk about it, but what's an example? And what was revealed to me during that time was, is that when you put another person before yourself, when their needs and their concerns come before your own, is an example, an expression of love. And this Valentine's Day, what are you going to do for that significant other? And for those of you that don't have a significant other, it's okay. Surround yourself if you can, or just get with a buddy, a friend, who may also not be at this time. It's only for a time. But maybe you can find a friend who's also celebrating Valentine's Day with possibly not a valentine and for those of you that have a valentine what are you going to do special this year what are you going to do more or different we should be expressing our love every day right i get so caught up in my work i get caught up in in the stresses of the day the daily grind as they put it that sometimes i forget about the focus and i am gently reminded of what's important I want to give a shout-out to Stephen right now and say happy, happy, happy birthday. You're amazing. You really are. So, love, what does it look like for you? If you are going to, I mean, most people draw a heart. When you think of love, you draw a heart. What would you draw other than a heart if you were going to have a symbol of love? What would that be? And if you could close your eyes and you could picture a color What color would love be? If you could close your eyes and come up with a smell, what would that be? I want you to get in touch with your senses because love is all about your senses. And when you have all of them tapped, I could talk about the five love languages and how that's so important to speak and understand your language, but also to speak in your significant other's language, or even your children's language. So they feel completely uh, filled up. Their tank is full because you know how to speak the love language that they uh, receive more. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, look up five love languages. Just look it up. There's a video I did. If you go to Sue Freeze, not if, when you go to Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, one word, .com, go there and check out the video that has me on a unicycle. I'm riding a unicycle, and I'm talking about the love languages. And just a little side note is the reason it's a unicycle is because my father, who I never heard say I love you the whole time I was growing up until I reached 17 and I moved out of the house and I was going to college, and he was in the elevator with me helping me move for the first time. And he said, I love you. And I'm like, excuse me? Wait, wait, was I hearing things? And he said, I love you for the first time when I was 17 years old, and I'll never forget it. But how he expressed his love was through gifts. I had the best surfboard. I got a unicycle. I had a 
bicycle, a Schwinn bicycle with a steering wheel, not handlebars. I know. Steering wheel. And then I got a motorcycle. Just always a very big gift. That wasn't my language. That wasn't my love language. That was his love language. And he spoke very loudly in his love language. You know, there are men that will buy for coats for their wives. And the wives, all they want is quality time. But they get big for coats, you know. What is your wife and what is your husband's love language? And what is your significant others if you're not married yet? And then go a step further and find out what your children's are because it's amazing when you do that, find out um, their language. Okay. So when we are seeking love, if you wrote down what love looks like for you, what would you write? What would you write? So seeking God's love. Valentine's Day, the annual celebration of love. It's just around the corner, right? There's candy, there's flowers, there's gifts. They're exchanged between loved ones all around the world. While it's wonderful to celebrate such relationships, it's important to remember that our love for our spouse or family is modeled after God's love for us. Kind of what I was saying. The Bible says God is love. Meaning love is one of God's primary characteristics. Because we are created in God's image, he has endowed us with the capacity for love. I did a live show for, I don't know, seven years. My Sue Free show was live on Saturday. And I'd stop whatever I was doing on Saturday and I would drive into the studio and I would have this live show. And there was one time where I was opening up the lines for people to call in. And there was an elderly woman who called in, and she was crying, and she said, I just miss my husband of 40 years of marriage. I miss him. He just went home to be with the Lord. I miss him so much. I just don't want to be here another day. I just want to go be with him in heaven. And my heart was just so jerked by this. First of all, how many of us can say that we feel that way? after being married so long. But isn't that the goal? Isn't the goal is to find and be that person that you just don't want to be without, that you want to have beside you and you just can't wait to talk to them and you want their hugs and their kisses? Isn't that what we all desire? Isn't that what God put in our hearts? I think it is. This lady, she was just, oh, you could just hear the pain and sadness in her voice. And then it occurred to me, I know so many people, I have friends that have never experienced what she was able to experience. Some of us maybe will never experience this. I'm hoping and praying that we all do. But I said to her, I said, you know, I feel for you. I really, I I feel so saddened in my heart, this loneliness that you're feeling and expressing. But when I think about the blessing that you have had for 40 years, it brings up that statement of it's better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. So the lesson for that is, is that some of you right now, might be so guarded from past hurts. 
You might be so guarded that you're not allowing yourself to really feel and be and love the way God intended us to love. Could that be you? And if it's you, you have a choice. Be vulnerable, be transparent in a safe environment. But you do have a choice and you can make a difference now because don't you want to be that that woman who had 40 years with her loving husband and was just so missing him that she wanted to just go home to be with him? Do you want to be like that? I guarantee you that that woman, she was vulnerable, she was transparent, and I'm sure she's hurt. I'm sure they had bad times. I'm sure they had rough waters. I'm sure they did, but they endured. You're listening to The Sue Free Show, and I'm so thankful that you're with me today. And on this show, I thank you so much, San Diegans, for joining in on K-Praise and Venturians on 98.3 The Word. For KKLA, the intersection of faith and reason, and also KUHL, and I think there's some other stations. And I just thank you so much for being a part and joining in uh, on the show. And I'm hoping you'll share this by um, sharing the podcasts. I have nine years of podcasts. Nine years of podcasts, actually more than that now. And you can go on there and you can pick by date, by subject matter. I have guests on. I've got some amazing guests coming soon. And listen, I just have to say an apology right now because I always, you know, ask for people to give me um, resources or last week I really put a shout out and asked for people to help me with a situation. And a lot of you did. And I didn't respond. And the reason I didn't respond is because my computers went down and my phone system at work at Ecola went down and I had no idea that all my emails were not going out and they weren't coming in. And just an hour ago, I was on my Gmail account and found a whole bunch of emails in my spam box. And guess what? If you were one of those people who responded to me, Thank you so much for doing that. And don't be mad at me because my excuse is, is that it was in my spam and I didn't even know it. So I just took them out of spam right before I came here and now I can respond, but it'll be when I get back after I do the show. So I apologize for that and just know that I really welcome anyone to contact me by going to Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, one word, dot com. Go there and um, discuss things with me, you know, send me a note, let me know what's going on. And if this is encouraging, I'd like to hear that. If you have constructive criticism, I want to hear that. And so on and so on. So thank you. First Corinthians thirteen four eight sums up God's love for us and tells us how we are to love one another. And here's what it says. So I want you to check this against your definition of love and see if you're in alignment. If there's an area or a word that stands out and kind of gives you a little extra heartbeat or something, what I want you to do is I want you to just write that word down or engrave it in your heart and say, okay, this week I'm going to focus on that one word, okay? Love is patient. Are you patient or do you need extra care in that department? Do you need to be more patient? I need to be more patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. 
It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. These aren't easy, are they? But it's what it takes in order to truly express, exhibit love. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Do we fail? Absolutely. But does love ever fail? No. So here is a list of the top seven Bible verses that best explain the true meaning of love. Are you ready? Here we go. 1 John 4, 7, 8. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. Ecclesiastes 4, 9 and 10. Two are better than one, because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Think about yourself. Have you ever fallen and looked around? Or how about like for me right now, you know, you get in a position where you kind of squat down or sit down and then you look around saying, gosh, can somebody, can somebody give me a hand, please? It's very nice when someone offers their hand to help you up. Number three, John fifteen thirteen. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friend. Now, that's figurative, but it also could be not figurative. And just there's different ways you can lay your life down for a friend. Just supporting that friend, sticking up for that friend in a time when maybe you're going to get ridiculed in return. Mark twelve thirty three to love him with all your heart, with all your understanding and with all your strength and to love your neighbor as yourself is more important than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. This is Mark twelve, thirty-three. Love thy God with all your heart, soul, mind, and body, and love thy neighbor as thyself. These are the first two directional um, situations where it, when God tells you to do these two things, because I can remember at times crying out to God and saying, God, tell me what to do. Just help me. Tell me what to do and I'll do it. I'm a doer. I'm a thinker, but I'm a doer. What are you? Are you a thinker? Are you a doer? Are you both? But I like to do. I like to get it done. So when someone helps me by telling me what to do, it helps me. And God is telling us what to do. And he's telling us an order in which to be successful. Isn't he? So whenever in question, do this. If something's not in alignment, do this. And this might help. It might. It, 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 it's going to do more than might. It will help. Definitely will help. Ephesians 5.1. Follow God's example. Therefore, as dearly loved children and walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Walk in the way of love. Okay. What does that mean? What does that even look like? Can you picture it? Drive in love, okay? I, that's where I need my patience. That's how people drive, especially in the rain. But drive with love. 
Okay. Drive with love is forgiving. Even when people are not doing what they should be doing, right? <laughs> you get what I'm saying? <laughs> but we need to drive in love. We need to walk in love. And that means not everybody's going to do things exactly like we want or how we know even it should be done. They're not going to do it. So our response to that is what? And our response is what is an example of showing love and grace instead of impatience. First John 4.16, and so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. Number seven, First John 4.19, we love because he first loved us. Now, there's an example for us, right? It is so much easier to love somebody that's loving us. We're called to love thy enemies and forgive thy enemies, right? But it's much easier to love someone that's loving us. So that means it would be easier for that person to love us if we were loving them, right? Works both ways. So what is love? How many people do you know that have made it to the Hall of Fame in music, art, literature, or sports because of their love? We elevate people to the status of heroes because of their gifts, their talents, and their power, but not because of their love. Yet, from God's perspective, love is the chief of all virtues. What is love? Love is said to make the world go round, and romantic love certainly makes the culture go round in terms of advertising and entertainment. We never seem to tire of stories that focus on romance. But we're not referring to romantic love when we speak of the Christian virtue of love. We're talking about a much deeper dimension of love, a virtue so paramount that it is to distinguish Christians from all other people. Moreover, love is so important to the Bible's teachings that John tells us God is love. Whatever else we say about the Christian virtue of love, we must be clear that the love God commands is a love that imitates his own. The love of God is utterly perfect, and we are called to reflect and mirror that love to perfection. To be perfect as he is perfect. Now, of course, none of us loves perfectly, which is why we must be covered with the perfect righteousness of Christ by faith in him alone. Nevertheless, it's important for us to return time and again to Scripture to find out what love is supposed to look like. For we are so easily satisfied with a sentimental, romantic, or superficial understanding of love. A person who reflects God's love is driven to give of himself for others, not to wild his power for his own benefit. But we are people who are more interested in power, in doing rather than being. We're more concerned to seize the supernatural power that God can give rather than the supernatural love that is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. And that's Romans 5.5. We have misplaced priorities. Thanks be to God that his love for us is greater than our love for him. May he strengthen us to pursue love above all else, a love that reflects his love for us in Christ, 5-8. So we will be back with more of the Sue Free Show right after this brief, brief, brief break. Hi, this is Sue Freeze, the termite lady from Ecola Termite and Pest Control. 
And I'm Tyson Freeze, Sue's son, and also work at Ecola. I understand why Ecola is Southern California's number one alternative pest control company. As a child with asthma, my mother made it her number one priority to protect me from harmful chemicals and contaminants. I wrote a book about it called Learning to Breathe, about a love without bounds and a fight I refuse to lose. I'll always be thankful for my mom's love and strength during this struggle, which essentially saved my life. I'm proud knowing my mother, Andy Cola, cares for our customers like my mom cared for me. As a special tribute to all the wonderful moms, now through the end of May, we are offering $100 off any termite work and $50 off pest control for new customers. Just call 877-332-BUGS for details. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. Ecola, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. Love you, Mom. A little rain, a little sun, and a house made of wood. Your house. A termite's paradise. Hi, this is Sue Freeze, the owner of E. Cola Termite Services. And Sue, E. Cola is California's leading termite and pest control company. This time of year, termites are looking for a home, and chances are they've already moved in to your home. Give them a little rain, a little sun, and they'll start swarming and nesting, raising kids, thousands of hungry kids. Ugh! E. Cola will get rid of those unwelcome house guests quickly by using effective and family-friendly methods like microwave, electric gun, and the E. Cola heat process that kills termites without the move-out hassle or embarrassment of tenning. I love that. Call us at 1-877-332-BUGS, 877-332-BUGS. New customers get $100 off. E. Cola. Powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. Ask about E. Cola's lifetime renewable warranty. 1-877-332-BUGS. You're listening to The Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. And here again is Sue Freeze. Thank you so much, E. Cola Termite and Pest Control Services, for sponsoring this show. Listen, if you'd like to sponsor this show, I would love to hear from you. Just go to Sue Free, spelt like fries, one word, dot com, and I will have a chit-chat with you. We will talk about what your desires are, what your needs are, and I can guide you along the way. There's been people along the way that have helped me, and I want to help you. It will be very inexpensive. We will cover the market that you need to cover, and no more, no less, and uh, make it work for you. All right. And then once that's successful and you've tested the waters, then you're probably going to want to do more with the station. And I'm sure they'll be pleased with that. But for right now, just try it out with me first. It's very simple. All right. Uh, If you want me to endorse, I can do that also. I'd be happy to do that. Uh, What else can I tell you? Um, I would like for you to go to the Sue Free site. And when you go there, I want you to download the IMs. The IMs are so crucial. They're so important for you to build yourself up the way God sees you. Because people will tear you down whether they are trying to or not. There's negativity in the world if you haven't noticed it. And so we want to build ourselves up so we can do what God has created us to do. And I want that for you. Elaine, you just came to mind. I don't even know why. I just want to say hello to you right now at Citibank. Um, I just thank you so much for listening to my show all the time. I feel like you know so much about me. Just I walk into the bank and she stops me and says, what did you mean by? Or, oh, I love that show. And I said, what do you want to talk about? 
and she'll give me some ideas, which is so helpful, too. Also, if you'd like to be a guest on my show, I think I should have Elaine on my show. What do you think? Should we do that? I think we need to have Elaine on my show because her employees love her. She is, uh, when I grow up, I want to be just like her. I want to be a boss like her because her employees just love her. And I ask her all the time, you know, what's your secret? What's your secret sauce, Elaine? How do you get these people to just, you know, want to do more for you and, and, you know, just love working for you? And she just giggles and she has this great smile and she's very helpful and uh, warm and kind-hearted and she works very hard. So, um, Elaine, thank you so much for listening and sharing my show with others. I really appreciate it. If you want to be on the show, though, I'd really like to hear from you. And the show is about the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. So that kind of covers just about anything and everything, right? Uh, We do talk about biblical scriptures because that's just kind of who I am. Um, I can't imagine life without God. And so... He's such a part of me that I, I just don't think any other way. So um, if somebody came on and wanted to talk about something else, like Buddha or something like that, um, I, I, I don't know what I would do there other than question that. Um, there's only one God, in my opinion, and that's my opinion. I think it's more than that. But uh, if you don't know my Heavenly Father and He wants to be your Heavenly Father, I could help you with that, too. It's very simple. You just need to put whatever it is that's burdening you at your feet, at his feet, and ask him in your heart. He will do what he needs to do in your heart and in your mind. He will help you and guide you if you ask him. Because he says he will, and he's a man of his word. And he loves you more than anyone on this earth. He loves you more than the love we're talking about right now. And it was like so big and so huge. Just think about it. He sacrificed his son so that you, yes, you, could have a relationship with him. You. Not me. You. When I totally grasped that, it changed my life forever. It just so did. So we'll get back to this article. Showing God your love this Valentine's Day, and this is by a Cindy McMiniman. How often we as parents express our love to our children? We do it on a daily basis, through our sacrifices for them, our provision for their needs, our rules and regulations, and our constant concern for their well-being. But on rare occasions, it seems do they especially, while toddlers, take the initiative to return that expression of love. A child will respond with, I love you too, given the proper prompting. But how many will offer it out of the blue? God, as our heavenly parent, delights in our expressions of love toward him as well. He gives us the very air we breathe. He grants us each day as a blessing in itself. He made us with our unique personalities and abilities. And he longs for us to recognize him and the love he has shown to us. He doesn't need us to love him. He's God and therefore needs nothing. But he chooses to want us and therefore desires our love in return. What a concept. The creator of the universe wants to get up close and personal with you and with me, with us. 
But what kind of enjoyment could he possibly find in you and me? Because we are his special creation. When he sees the glory of his own image in us, that makes him proud. It makes him even happier when he sees what we can do with his help. His provision, his love pushing us ahead. Like any father, he longs to help his children. Like any mother, he longs to protect and nurture us. As our creator, he made us, sustains us, and gives us all we need. There may be days, particularly ones of difficulty and pain, when we don't feel his love. Is that you right now? Are you not feeling his love? I know I've been there. And it's really a cold and dark day when you don't feel his love. But I can tell you the next day comes, and the next day comes, and something changes. And then all of a sudden, you realize, this is a better day. Today's a better day. I know I had a rough spot, and I didn't feel him there with me. But now today is a new day. And today, I feel him, I sense him, and he brought me a person with a kind word. We doubt his protection sometimes. We wonder if he's really there at all. But those are the times when we can feel his presence the strongest if we would focus not on the storm raging around us, but on the fact that our anchor is holding and our ship has not sunk. When we're caught in the storms of life, could his love be evident of the inner strength he gives us to keep standing. I can remember a time when I was curled up in a ball, fetal position almost in the shower, and I felt so hopeless, so helpless, and I cried out to God and I said, Where are you? Why is this happening to me? God, please help me. Could his protection be seen in the fact that our circumstances could be far worse? When I look back now at that day, yeah, circumstances could have been so much worse than they were, even though I felt I didn't have a reason to keep going. I had two children depending on me, and that's what held me on. It's my two little kids. And it gave me the strength and the courage to get myself out of that shower and put myself in a place of intense therapy to where I could really, truly get the help I needed. And I, at that time, people say, how can you tell people about this? And weren't you embarrassed? And I'm saying, no, I felt God had his hand on me and he wanted more from me. And he needed me to get complete healing and freedom from what was holding me back. And he wants the same for you. He wants you to be completely freed of everything up until this point. He wants you to be washed clean and white as snow. 
And there are people, there, there's always going to be people who are going to judge you and judge the situation and whatever. And you know what? Who cares? What matters? What really matters is what God thinks and how God feels and what God wants for your life. And even when we go down a wrong path, as long as there's breath, there's hope. And he has grace and forgiveness for us. Do yourself a favor and ask him in your heart and ask him to show you his forgiveness for you. And I'm just right now, if you need to put your hands out, if you're not driving and holding the steering wheel, but if you're somewhere where you can put your hands out and look up and just ask him to guide you and to express his love to you and his presence to be known to you right here, right now. And ask him to reveal the value he's placed on your head. Because you are worthy. You are worthy of his love. His love, which is so much grander than anything you could ever experience anywhere else from anyone else. His love and his grace is sufficient. Believe it. Believe it. You're listening to The Sue Free Show on our flagship station, KKLA 99.5. And when I came in today, I really was praying for the Lord to just guide this. And I didn't know if it was going to be a humorous, happy talk about love and what love can bring on a happy note, or if it was going to be serious. I, I really didn't know. And not until I start talking and the Holy Spirit comes and reveals what he wants to be expressed, do I realize what the Lord wants from me? And the Lord wants something from you. And as long as you allow and continue in this thought process of feeling unworthy and that you're not, that you can't be forgiven and that you're held in this prison, Until you really, really take on that washing clean as snow, that water, just like the rain, go walk in the rain and that water that just washes you, washes you clean and white to where you have this purity about you because you're going to start today new and fresh. It's a new beginning. And why not now? Why wait? What are you waiting for? And those of you that already have a relationship with the Lord, but you're still not feeling this, I just want to tell you, there's more. There's more. And it's not till you get completely naked, completely naked with God. You know, just let it all be revealed so that you can just understand that even in your nakedness, even, even then, He loves you. And you need to look in the mirror and love you too. Embrace yourself and love yourself. Ask God to help you do that. That wasn't easy for me. And I'm sure it's not easy for some of you listening. We always have to downgrade or 
put it down as if it's a prideful thing. But God wants us to love what he created. He created you just the way you are. He created you, your body, the way it is. He created you and he loves you. He's smiling at you. And he just wants you to have everything just like, you know, a, a parent with a child. You know, it says in the Bible, I don't know exactly the words, but something about, you know, as a parent loves a child and wants to give the child, how much more does God want to give us? And he does. I don't know where that is in scripture. I just know it's there. When we begin to see tough circumstances as a part of life and all the good things we have as blessings from above, our perspective changes And we begin to see less of ourselves and more of God and his deliverance. This month, as you think of your loved ones, think of the one who loves you more than any other. And think about what you can do to show him your love in return. God Almighty loved you so, so much He sent his son to die in your place and thereby pay the required penalties for all of your sins. So he wouldn't have to live without you for an eternity. And what does he require of you in return? Do you know? Jesus himself said the greatest commandment, the one thing most important to God is what? is that we, you, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. And after you do that, and that's a big one, right? That's a big one. you got to put him first. He's a jealous God. He doesn't want to take second, third, fourth. He needs to be first. We need to have that relationship first in alignment this way, parallel, and then love thy neighbor as thyself, meaning put your neighbor, who's your neighbor? Everyone. But you need to put them before yourself. And that's horizontal. So you have your vertical and your horizontal. And the vertical's first. We want to look up, and he's looking down on us, and then your horizontal Anyone you can put your arm around, right? Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven thirty-nine. We need to memorize that scripture, don't we? We need to memorize that scripture. All right, so I'm going to read from this book. I hope that was helpful because you know what? I needed to hear that. I really needed to be reminded. And I referenced a place that I put myself, and this was in 1992. I think it was 92, 93. I'd been married 13 years at that time, and I had two little ones. And I, I'm just being vulnerable and transparent with you right now. And I heard a radio show that said, 800, help for me. Dial 800, help for me. And I just felt my, my marriage was not going to make it. And I wanted to break the curse of divorce in my family. I was the only one left that could. And I so badly, I just put such a pressure on on that because I really wanted to break that curse of divorce because it's so painful. 
So um, I've told the story before, and, and God just worked out the details where my sister got laid off so she could take care of my little ones so that I could go and go into this place. And I thought I was going to go in there for three days. I had a job, and I called my job, and I said, I'm going to take three days off to go in, go to this place. And I actually was in this place for 21 days. 21 days, that's three weeks. And I really feel that God help me go there to get the um, healing that I needed. Not everybody is going to be privileged and blessed enough to be able to do this, but there's people that can help you. And there were so many things that I discovered that I wasn't even aware of. Our brain protects us from damaging memories. And there were things that I didn't even remember until I got into such a safe place that I was peeled back like an onion, one layer at a time. Some of you will realize what I'm saying right now, and some of you won't get it, and that's okay. But our emotions go deep. And with the things that had happened in my childhood, I didn't even remember some of them. And uh, there were people saying, how could you not remember that? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't have the answers. You know, our, our bodies and our brains are protective. All I know is if I would not have been allowed the blessing of being put in this place. It was with Jack Hayford. I went to church every, um, I think it was every day, and I watched videos of Jack Hayford every day. And we had group sessions, and we had individual sessions, and we had crafts, and we had athletic things. And uh, I roomed with this person that scared me, and I saw things, uh, spiritual warfare, and I saw a lot of things that a lot of people never experience. And I was wondering why I put myself in this place. And I was wondering why I was being exposed to all these things that um, were in the spiritual realm that were, I don't know, in a normal day would, would not be normal. And so I, um, I feel that all those things have been put to use or will be put to use. There are things that I've experienced that I understand that there is a battle that is being fought and it's not in flesh and blood. And I realize that. There's a spiritual battle, and we have to fight in the spirit. And a lot of people don't understand uh, that world, um, but it is there. It's definitely there. Anyway, I feel privileged and blessed. And when I um, came out of there, I actually, in my spirit, was told I need to go to a different church. I had to go to a different church that I had been going to for many, many years. And it's because I needed – there was something that was I needed to um, – have that wasn't there and so my family did move with me from that church and that was a good move at the time it was just something that uh, needed to happen but you need to wait on the lord if you're a church jumper you need to wait on the lord's calling or prompting of wanting to move it's not because you're uncomfortable because sometimes when you're uncomfortable you're supposed to be right where you are i'll tell you what me going to that place i was really uncomfortable they searched me they frisked me they searched my my luggage thinking i was going to do something to harm somebody or that someone was going to take something I had to harm me. And so it was very interesting. And I even said to myself at that time, I said, and I put myself in here. I mean, I, I did that willingly. What an experience I'll never forget. And I think God wanted me there. I don't think I'd be right here talking to you right now if I hadn't been put in that situation and gone through what I've gone through. Because I think that 
each thing that we go through is preparing us for the next assignment. And being the age I am now and going through what I've gone through, the circumstances that I've that have brought me to this point, there were low times, man. I'm telling you, there was low, low times. And I'm telling you that if it wasn't for the lows, I wouldn't appreciate the highs. And I'm telling you this not for my good, but maybe this will encourage and inspire you. So seek my face and you will find not only my presence, but also my peace. To receive my peace, you must change your grasping, controlling stance to one of openness and trust. The one thing you can grasp without damaging your soul is my hand. Ask my spirit within you to order your day and control your thoughts, for the mind controlled by the spirit is life and peace. You can have as much of me and my peace as you want through thousands of correct choices each day. The most persistent choice you face is whether to trust me or to worry. You will never run out of things to worry about, but you can choose to trust me no matter what. Thank you for being part of the show today. Be a blessing to someone each and every day. God bless you. Ah, it's a time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home, your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters, even rats and other varmints. It's time to call E. coli Termite and Pest Control Services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects. E. coli has one-time services, ongoing monthly services, their most popular and economical every-other-month service, and even quarterly service for occasional pest problems. E. coli keeps rats and mice out and eliminates insects in their nests. It's the most effective way. And their termite control is legendary. So call E. coli today for a free estimate of complete pest control at 877-332-BUGS. No more creepy-crawly critters like ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, rats, and other pests. Call them at 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful pest control services as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.